Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is your moment, your time to shine. Your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey, welcome. Hey, yo. Welcome to another episode of Eating While Broke. I'm your host, Colleen Witt, and today we are outside the podcast studio and into Brooklyn, New York. Mm. Okay, and our special guest today is Cypher Sounds. What's up? The legendary Cypher Sounds. Mm. DJ, radio, radio, radio host turned stand-up comic. That's right. We got a lot of layers here that we got to cover. I'm layered. You're layer. layered. You're for sure. definitely layer- layered and you pivoted a lot. Yeah. So I'm curious. Now, on this episode, on, on the New York edition, we are not actually cooking in studio. We're going to do takeout edition. Mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. I want to know what you ate when you were broke in New York trying to survive. So right. what do you have us eating today? So, um, hi, I'm very famous in New York. Um, <laughs> so, uh, there was a lot of things I ate while I was broke, but this dish here was my main go-to. And this is a New York staple. Now, it sounds kind of common. It's four chicken wings and french fries. Yes. Which you could get at any on any kid's menu in any restaurant. Buffalo Wild Wings, Red Lobster, Applebee's, you know what I mean? But it's different in New York when it comes from the Chinese hood spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why is this? This is not even, this is new. See, the the chicken wings and french fries from the Chinese spot it's something special about it. I don't know why. It has nothing, there's nothing Chinese about it. Yeah, there really isn't. No. But for some reason, the Chinese hole in the wall spots in New York City make them a certain way. I don't know if they all talk to each other and have the <laughs> same recipe or they get the chicken delivered from the same spot. But some do some dudes have variations. You could do four chicken wings and fried rice. Mm-hmm. Some do four chicken wings and an egg roll. Mm-hmm. I personally like the French fry aspect. Okay. So this was like my go-to broke meal coming up. And how much was this when you were coming up? Four bucks. Four bucks. Four bucks. Five bucks sometimes. Okay. And, um, you know, you can add another wing. You can ask for extra duck sauce, which I don't know why people in the hood are so rude when they ask for extra duck sauce. It's a thing. (laughs) You never seen that? Yo, give me more duck sauce. I'm like, (laughs) hey, just ask nicely. He'll get... (laughs) <laughs> They'll give you more. So you do your French fries with duck sauce or you do the chicken with the duck sauce? You do you do hot sauce, duck sauce, and and ketchup. Okay, okay. And then you can you have like a tri dip. You know what I mean? Okay. Little but bit you here. know what they played us? That's why they're so rude. Yeah. Because no, they like, give us the ketchup and the hot sauce. I don't see any duck sauce. There is no duck sauce. Well, you have to ask for the duck sauce. Did oh, anyone okay. ask? Who got this? I had, Eagle Wit get this? Eagle Wit did not get this. Okay. I had, I had a, what do you call it? The delivery service? Oh, you brought- Yeah, the, what is it? Delivery grub hubs and those guys. And they delivered. They didn't have that when I was broke. Yeah, well, we were on a tight schedule, so we were like, <laughs> yeah, order the- that and have it delivered. No, it has to be delivered from a Chinese guy on a bike <laughs> from the restaurant. Yeah, because the guy, the guy who delivered it was like Filipino or something. And he came in a Honda Civic. He came in a scooter or something. Oh, scooter, yeah. <laughs> See, the things have changed. <laughs> so let's let's just let's just try a, a wing okay, so, so I can have this experience. You're from New York, right? Yeah, I'm from New York, but I live in L.A. I've lived in L.A. so long. Okay. Hello. But how you had this before, right? I've had this before. Okay. I've had this before. So you got to pop off the, the wingy part. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can get a little meat right in there. Oh, okay. You get okay. Little, I see uh, that little meat. And then you pop. You How'd you do it? I did it. I did it. You do flats I, first or drum first? Let me tell you, I'm a flats person. Oh, what are you? Oh, see? Drum. All day. I don't. I don't. You know what? I don't. I don't mess with the drum. The I old, when I was younger, I was all about the drum. I got older and I was all about the flat. What is it about the flat that you like? Mm. Honestly, I feel like the drum is always drier. I ain't gonna lie. I haven't had this in a long time. It tastes exactly the same. <laughs> it's hella good. Yo. Let me yeah, this tastes exactly how I remember. When was the last time you ate this? Like this, like straight up from a Chinese spot like this? Mm-hmm. Oh man, it had to be like what year are we in? 2022? It had to be like 2004 or something like that. Wow. 
That's a long time. And I eat a lot of wings. It's wings so is funny because you look like you're in nostalgic land right now. You're like, no, because you know, taste is one of the you know, mm -hmm. taste and smell is one of the most um, sensory, provocative, uh, mind melding type. You know, smell is the most you remember the most when you smell something. Like if a girl walks past me with Chanel number five, I instantly think of that bitch that broke up with me. <laughs> and I don't use the term bitch in a derogatory sense towards females. It's more of a hip hop colloquialism. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what was going on in 2004? 2004? That's yeah, like, when I stopped right, eating. This. Yeah, you but know? like right before, before, and then I want to know 2004 what the transition was, but. Oh, no. Well, but so. You were broke. Yeah, I was broke. Yeah, I'm, I had ups and downs, right? So, 1996, mm -hmm. I get the call to DJ for Little Kim. So, uh, did you not know that? I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm. So I get to call. Should I be eating while? I'm, this is gross, right? This is eating while. Bro Don't do that. You know, I just, I want to tell you something. <laughs> People actually hate when we're smacking on the show. No, no, and I try so hard not to. I'll be, like, trying to quiet. And every once in a while, I'll get an item where we're both like... See, that's the difference between podcasts nowadays and radio. Mm -hmm. We used to have this thing called a cough button. And it's a button right by the mic. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're about to cough or do something you don't want people... It's almost like a mute button. Yeah, yeah. And you hold it down. Mm -hmm. Podcasts don't have cough buttons. No, no. But we have edit. You know, but well, we did everything in real time. But just smack quietly, so, just smack smoothly. <laughs> so I got to call the DJ for Little Kim in 1996. Mm -hmm. So I go on the road with Little Kim and Junior Mafia before her first album comes out. Mm -hmm. So we were just doing promo shows, and um, she was doing like she didn't even have an album out yet. She had like Get Money, Get Money remix, Players Anthem, a couple of R&B you know, features. Mm -hmm. And we would do like, you know, we had to fill a, a half hour or hour show. So we would do like a, yo, here's a B.I.G. Here's your favorite Biggie songs. And here's like your favorite West Coast. Oh, we would just make a show out of it. And I was getting $300 a week. And then like, then her album comes out. Then she's popping, mm -hmm. popping. Like we was going everywhere. And the album's doing really well. And then um, her videos come out. Like, first came No Time and then the song Crush On You. So we are popping. And they still give me 300 a week. That was like oh, the wow. promo tour money. Wow. So then I said, yo, I, I just, uh, you know, I want to stay doing this, but it's not enough to survive. Yeah. I was, I thought I was going to get more and then I had to quit. And they hired some other guy. He sucks. So they called me back. Then I was getting 300 a show. And I thought I was rich. Oh, because they went from 300 a week, week to 300, 300 a show. show. So then it's like we go out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We might do we might do a, a, a some kind of big show on Saturday. Then we might do an after party. So mm -hmm. that's two shows in one night. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting 300. So I'm coming home with like 12 or 1500 a week. And I thought I was rich. Wow. Well, and yeah, then I was how, still how old were you then? 20, 21 maybe. Yeah, so at that time, yeah, you're, you're really rich at that time. And you're doing my what rent, you love, right? My rent was $700. Oh, wow. So I'm making that in a week plus, right? I was getting mm -hmm. $1,500 a week. 
I'll make it 700. So my rent, like in my mind, my rent is done. Good. Yeah, yeah. Then the rest of it is just stacking up. And, um, you know, and then that stopped. So I was just DJing. And then I started interning at, on the radio for Funkmaster Flex, and he wouldn't pay me. He didn't pay me. He paid me in knowledge mm -hmm. and opportunity mm -hmm. and food. He would pay for, like, the food. Mm -hmm. Like, I order food, and you order yourself something. Yeah. So, like, I had to order him food, and I would order, like, something like this. I would mm -hmm. order whatever. He always ate yeah. crazy. So I would order extra because he never checked the receipt. Mm -hmm. So I order something for right now and then something I could have for breakfast. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, what will, if I hide this in my book bag, won't, won't taste wow. gross yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And then I, then I was back to broke. Oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? Wow. And then, but I learned how to make money. Flex wouldn't pay me, but he taught me how to make money. So, it's, I mean, it's still to this day, I use flex tactics. Wow. Now, where was the transition where you, you ended up not eating? Like, what happened in 2004 where it was like, no more? No, I still was kind of mm -hmm. broke in 2004, but not eating this. Um, so, I'm on the radio, let's see. I started in 97 as an intern. And then I just started DJing a lot more. I'm DJing every night. Sometimes opening for Flex, sometimes getting my own gigs. And I don't really, I don't spend a lot, like, I bought one chain. Mm -hmm. It was fake. I bought a platinum chain, but it was fake. Like, I knew this lady that makes jewelry. And she goes, no, just get, um, we'll coat it and we'll put cubic zirconia. Okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's do yeah. that. Yeah. And then, she, and then here's the crazy shit. Can I, can I say shit? You can say whatever you want. Can I say the F word? Thanks. Can he say all that? <laughs> um, so... She's telling me a lot of famous rappers at the time were getting fake chains. But it was like they had real chains, but they would wear the fake ones out in case they got robbed. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But you believe, you know they can afford yeah. the real chain. But um, where would they wear the real chains to in their house? I, I guess depending on where they were going. Like, yeah. if you go into the tunnel, that's where I DJ, the tunnel nightclub. Mm -hmm. so, chains were getting robbed on a regular. Okay. So don't wear your real one to the tunnel. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so I got one chain. I said, so I wasn't really a, f a flashy guy like that. So I stacked all my money, stacked it, stacked it, stacked it, stacked. So I was DJing a lot. Um, then Flex would get me certain, we, you know, we would host somebody's mixtape and we get like four grand. He'd give me one, you wow. know, or we host like, uh, certain events and then like he got on MTV and he would like you know you gotta pay Cypher to drive or whatever so I was making like a little bit of money here and yeah. there but I didn't, wasn't spending a lot Yeah. so I started stacking boom 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 and then um, and then when I got my own show on the radio that's when I started getting like popular like getting real good gigs like that gigs that paid 2,000 3,000 5,000 DJ was fun back then yeah yeah you're making a lot of money. You're you were in heavy rotation. How was your ego around that time? Oh, you? my ego got checked so early. How? My boy Ari, this uh, he saved my life. This is when I had the chain. <laughs> I took the chain off after this night. And I, I listen. I was in the tunnel around Puffy, Jay Z, Fat Joe, Big Pun, Nori, DMX, all these people. 
And so, like, I thought, oh, I'm in the game. I got to get a chain. I didn't really, I don't even like jewelry. Yeah. I don't even wear a wedding ring. Like, I don't wear, I don't just like it. I have so many nice watches, I don't even wear them. And um, I was in a tunnel. I'm opening up. I have to be at the tunnel at 9 o'clock. Because it was, <laughs> it was the first 500 girls free. Mm-hmm. So I had to be at the tunnel at 9 o'clock. The tunnel didn't get popping until 12 o'clock. Oh, wow. But I'm there at 8.30, bringing mm-hmm. in my crates. And I said something to my boy, like, halfway, I'm the shit. Like, yo, just, yo, don't, yo, grab that one or some shit. And he, he's a little guy, too. He's from Philly. He's my, one of my best friends to this day. He grabbed my shirt and he said, yo, don't you ever, ever talk to me like that again. He's like, we've been with you. We're all in this together. We've been with you since day one. Okay, you got on first. But don't talk to us like you bigger than us or anything. Wow. And I've I he it made it changed my life. Like, oh shit, I started to get gas. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. where Cypher Don't Get Gas comes from. Like I started to get gas because I was like starting to be known. Yeah. And it really and I he made me realize it doesn't matter. It ma- it does not matter. My wow. friends are what matters, you know? Yeah. And I took the chain off that day. What am I doing? Why am I wearing this stupid yeah. chain? Yeah, it wasn't even like you were into it. No, it was stupid. I was playing like a robe. I was young. I was, you know, 21, mm-hmm. whatever. So have you ever had to face that ego beast ever since? Or were you like good? I It might pop up here and there, mm-hmm. but I check it quick. I check it with, um, you know, I try to, you know, put myself in reality. Like, this is a fantastic opportunity that I have. Opportunities, many. Mm-hmm. But also, it's all, it doesn't, you know, it's not, you know, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, how you raise your family or how you look at the world is what matters. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean, I don't mean I take away the fun. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of fun yeah. with a lot of dope people. Yeah. But I just don't let it get to me like that. And I watch, I've, you know, I've watched so many people come in, uh, nobody's blow up. Mm-hmm. Come back down, like, and I was yeah. like, I, you know, you try to warn them, but they're not, you know, they're not your people like that. But I see them come rich, back to broke. Who, who are you? Are you open to naming like names of like who you've personally seen like go up uh, and down the ladder? Uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't remember exactly. I just seen it so much. Um, I'll tell you, Nikki though, Nikki Minaj is one of them that. Nicki Minaj to me, she's not broke by mm-hmm. any means. Yeah. But Nicki Minaj to me is the perfect example of who you see on the way up mm-hmm. is who you see on the way down. And she treated a lot of people like shit. And then, you know, now she's not nowhere near as hot as she was. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I say that, I don't want to say like I got beef with her, even though I do. But, <laughs> she, you know, I, I, I don't want to have beef with her. Yeah, she, for course. some reason, we got... I don't have beef with nobody. Mm-hmm. My name is Clean in the Streets. Mm-hmm. And she's the one person that, like, just did some foul shit to me. And I was just like, and then, you know, look at people like Nori. Mm-hmm. He was up, down. Now he's all the way up. He's all the way up. All the way. He's, when I say he's all the way, he's all the way. But, like, he's still, I spoke to him today for, like, two hours. He still calls me. I always say this, Nori was my first rapper friend Mm -hmm. and Aaliyah was my first R&B friend. You know what I mean? Wow. And like, he still calls me to this day. Yeah. 
Like, and he's the same Nori, but yeah. he's all the way up. Well, that's cool. Like, he hasn't changed. Well, even if you see how much he's accomplished, I always feel like people that are able to, like, especially in the industry, because it's so easy to burn a bridge with yeah. ego. Like, for him to be able to accomplish what he's accomplished, he's clearly, but, clearly a good friend to people, right? But that's what I'm saying. The thing about Nori is I watched him when he was just, you know, Nori had a couple records out. And he, everybody, he would invite everyone to his studio, no matter where you were from. First time I ever met 2 Chains when he was Titty Boy was with Nori. First time I ever met um, uh, 3-6 Mafia was with Nori. Every first time I met David Banner. They would just come to his studio or his session, and he would always show them love. And now he's big, and they're big. And it's not like he just met them to get them on his show. He's been knowing them. He's been showing them love in New York. Yeah. So now it's coming back. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's paying back. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't let the ego um I don't let the ego get me. And then I fall into situations where like, damn, if I was a little more um uh, not egotistical, but if I was a little more loud about my accomplishments, I might get more things at this time. Like I don't shout my accomplishments a lot. Where other people shout them all day long. Yeah. So, so I mean people like you're known as like a legend. Like, you know, you're on that legendary, like, you have your own brand. So I feel like there's a lot of respect. People are Yeah, still but there's hyped. a lot of stuff I got jerked on, missed out on, or missed the opportunity. But I didn't, that's weird, because I didn't miss it because I was doing another opportunity. Yeah. I just wish I would have, like, as, as I look back, I was like, I should have did that instead of that. You know? I did an interview once with, earthquake and he was talking about like the comedian yeah oh my yeah. god he's the best let me tell he he's got stories mm -hmm. um but uh one of the things he had said was like i think i had said something along the lines of like what was that moment that you made and he had said something about like just like it was there's never a time where you make it. it's just more like you know did you cash in on the opportunity like right type of deal yeah like i feel like you're still moving and shaking like e even though we're in the beginning of your story there's there's so much to unpack with you you know, because now you're this, this a huge stand-up comic now, you know? I wouldn't say huge, but yeah. But, I, but you're making your waves. I'm 100%, mm -hmm. like 100% enjoy the journey type of person. Okay. That's why I'm able to do all this stuff, because I like the struggle. I like the, the, um, the climb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people only want to get to the top. Yeah. I'm enjoying the, yeah. every night I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I I am a person that like loves the hero's journey, the hero story. Hence, eating while broke. I live yeah, right. for these yeah. moments. Tell me how it was. But speaking of that, you you name dropped a couple people, like Ali. Oh, so I'll name drop. Please, let's start with I'll the name drop. And like, what 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 was up with you and Aliyah? Aliyah, I love Aliyah. Um, I met Aliyah at the radio. I mean, ninety percent of the rappers I met was at Hot ninety seven, mm -hmm. or the or people in the industry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at that time. Hot 97 was on fire and mm -hmm. everyone had to come there. Mm -hmm. So that's where I met a lot of people. But Aaliyah was super, super cool. I met her at the radio station and I also we really got cool when Funkmaster Flex was doing uh, some kind of MTV beach house. Mm -hmm. He was DJing the beach house. Well, I wanted them MTV things. And she was there. And um, there's a famous picture with her and Mark Ronson. She's wearing the hill figure. Okay, okay. Thing I think I beach. remember that. I'm mm -hmm. in that picture. But I got cut off. Uh, the one that the picture that blew up 
It was just her and Mark Ronson. I'm in that picture. Um, she was super cool. She used to call me. Like, she saw, like, I was, like, she was, this was, like, right before One in a Million dropped. So, like, right before she really, mm-hmm. really blew up. And I don't know if she got my number somehow, maybe. I don't even know. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. she would call me and check in on me, like, saw that I was, like, you know, an intern at the radio station getting Flex's food and setting up his records. And she would call me, How, how's it going? How you doing? You doing this? You doing good? You feel good? Like, you're not stressed or nothing? Like, wow. it used to make me blush, like, when she would call. Did you know? Now, was that, that was, I have to mention his name, but yeah. was that bef- after the R. Kelly? Like, was, after, did you know yeah, anything yeah. No, about the R. No, Kelly situation? No, that was okay. after. Because that was, the R. Kelly situation was her first album. Mm-hmm. And I was all, you know. Did you kind of know about it at the time? Or? Not, Not more than... We all did. Yeah, yeah. More than anybody, like when that was in the news. Yeah. I mean, I heard a lot of shit about R. Kelly, but okay. we didn't know. Like, like it was always like, it's always like, that's a lot of people like, oh, nah, he'd be, you know, be careful over there. He'd be with the young ones, like shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'm a kid too. Like, I don't know yeah. what this means, you know? Yeah. You guys were around the same age? Aaliyah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, she was young. Yeah, she, she was young. She might have been a year older or a year younger. Mm-hmm. Like Kim, like me and Kim are the same age. So like when I was on tour with little Kim, she's a superstar. Mm-hmm. But we're the same age. Like when we yeah. go back to the hotel, she was like a 20-year-old. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But she just had this whole big persona. If you had to put three of these ladies in like an order of uh great, I'm gonna you already know who I'm gonna ask about. No, no, no. Party, Kim, uh-huh. and Nikki. We're going to leave out Lauren Hill because she would trump all of them. But what, though? Of, like, great of what? like greatest. Like, if you had to choose, like, greatest in order. Like, who would be your number this, one? I, 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 need, I hate these lists. I need more specifics. Like, in raps. In raps. Nikki. Nikki's the, Nikki writes the dopest bars. Really? Yeah. I, I know she writes really good, but I think Cardi writes too. Cardi no Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to take nothing away from her. I respect her so much. Wait a minute. Hold up. Rewind. Yeah. What? No, that, that's known. Dang. I mean, maybe some. Maybe some, but not. There's. there's Damn, yeah. she, she. Well, maybe she just raps well on the beat. Incredibly. Yeah. Delivered. Like but yeah. here's the thing. I know all of in the industry knows who writes for her. She delivers. Mm-hmm. She performs. She does. Good. All your favorite R&B singers, 90% of them don't write their own songs. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not even a thing. Like in hip hop, it's like, oh, he's got a ghost writer. He ain't writing his mm-hmm. shit. But and nobody in R&B writes. Like writers write. Because yeah. the writer and the performer is not the same thing. So that's how I look at Cardi. But she kills the performance. She kills. I, and let me tell you, nobody gets me more hype lady and than Cardi. Not only does she kill the performance of the rap, yeah, she kills it in in her life. Like yeah. you, you can see, she is who she is. Yeah, yeah. My only problem with her is that I sometimes I feel like she's just using hip hop as a step. That's what makes me upset. What do you mean as a step? Like to get to movies or TV or the mm. next thing. Like mm. I don't like when people use. Music, because it's easy to put out a record to get to the next thing. I don't know if that's true. That's just how I felt, okay. because she doesn't, like, 
if you don't write, then do you really want to rap? It's different with hip hop, you know? Well, I think I think I had heard once that rap wasn't something that Cardi was like easy to acclimate to. I, th- I heard it was a little bit of work and I don't even think she really wanted to do it. Right. But she, but she, but someone had pulled her arm. But do you think that's, that's what, what leads saying. to someone... Nikki's, Nikki's anger sometimes? Because Nikki always seems very, to me, she comes off very defensive. And I think it's I've... because she's writing and a lot of people aren't. Uh, yeah, I, it could be part of it. You know, like but she... it probably goes a lot deeper. Like I would, I, I, I feel bad for what I said earlier about Nikki. Like I wish she had like I don't know her well enough. I don't mm-hmm. know her. I know I had a one really big problem with her, and I and to this day it bothers me. But like, I, I you know I'm a big advocate of mental help, and some people don't go get the the yeah. help. You know, you see when you get the help that I've gotten, you see in other people like, oh you need this mm-hmm. or you need a little of that and they, and you can't tell them that especially if you don't know them you know yeah but i sent my therapist my therapist is giving me months free of how many people i've sent to her like, oh for real months free like she's like you ain't got to pay safe wow i've wow. sent so but many you're, people you're an advocate for 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 therapy clearly for therapy, yeah. yeah 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 so let's kind of just I just want to get back on your, all, your all over the place. I'm sorry. No, no, that's me. Because every time you na- mention something, I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. let's stop. Um, now, well, sorry. I did as so- far as performance mm-hmm. and groundbreaking is Kim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Everybody, in one way or another, all these females are somewhat trying to. Not all. Not all. Not like a rhapsody. Yeah. But anybody who's sexy on stage in hip hop, you're getting a piece of that from Kim. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. 
ask your doctor about Ibrands and visit Ibrands.com. Ibrands may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrands may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know who I actually kind of wish would have went further is Amil. You liked her? I like I like. I didn't. I didn't get I enough. Like I, didn't I get mean, enough I was young. Her. I was very young, but yeah. I, I did. I, I did like her. Yeah, but some of these females, like not females, all. You know what? This show's making me think too much. I hate it. <laughs> I'm looking inside too much. Because <laughs> okay. I'm catching myself saying these females, but I would never. That's men do it too. I seen a lot of artists mm-hmm. like get a little deal, mm-hmm. their first deal, yeah, and like just while out like. This girl flex. This girl <laughs> that flex has signed to him, mm-hmm. Yvette Michelle. Mm-hmm. I remember she came to the office with like her McDonald's receipts, and was like, "Yo, you gotta give me the money back for this McDonald's." And I was like, "You can't. You you bringing McDonald's receipts? <laughs> That's crazy." Like, but was she struggling? You got there, there was money given. That doesn't mean anything. I. I can't do it. I can't yeah. ask another man pay for my McDonald's. But, but was it a girl? It was a female though, right? Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I'm just, I mean, I hate to be that hip, the, the what was it called? Hypocrite or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Double yeah. standard. Yeah. But yeah, I can see why a man wouldn't do it, but I could also see why a woman would. Why? Why? How? How? Because, you know, it's like, first of all, if she was struggling, like, I'm just going to put myself in her shoes. If she's struggling, but she you got know. money. She got a check for to get the deal. 
Yeah, maybe she didn't handle it right. Well, I don't that, know. Or maybe in her point. contract it said all meals covered by. No, d- d- definitely didn't say that. <laughs> I know it didn't say that. But let's get back on you for a second. And, get well, back on me. Maybe we could pick two more celebrities before. Because I just want to talk about three more celebrities. I want to talk about Jay. I want to talk about... I heard you, you had did some time in A&R. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that. And then I got I to gotta talk about some comedy. These fries are cold. Is there an air fryer here? No. <laughs> Do you have an air fryer? There, it, microwave. This guy said microwave. Th- there is a microwave. This per- who is this person? He said microwave. You can't put fries in a microwave? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. What's your name? What? Camden. You go to Red Lobster? You ever get Cheddar Bay biscuits? You ever bring them home? How do you heat them up the next morning? If you say microwave, I'll kick you out of the studio so fast. <laughs> you put them in the oven, right? I In a microwave? You put them in a the microwave. What, what, what kind of people are you doing business with? You know what? He's young. He's young. He's what are you he's, talking he's about? Young. He's You're young. making Cheddar Bay soup if you put them in the microwave. He's young. I, I, I need an air fryer. You know what, though? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine you had an air fryer when you were broke. Back in the day, bro. Let me tell you That's something. Air I put change the game. Ask Eagle Wit who put him onto the air fryer. I was me, right? Give me my kudos. Air look fryer. at him. Look at him. Look at him right now. I was like, Yo. Eagle, you need to get one of these air fryers. Air fry, <laughs> like for the what I had to do to eat broke back in the day. Air fry <laughs> nowadays. Oh my god. First of all, you can make anything in an air it's fryer. It's the best. Yes, I agree. So let's talk about these names. Uh, Jay Z. Yes. You got it. I'm a huge Jay Z fan. I'm damn well. Like I have a. I'm just give you perspective. Yeah. I'm married now. And mm-hmm. if you walk into my house, the <laughs> center of my house, like in the living room, yeah. there is like a six foot painting. <laughs> no uh-huh. lie. Of Jay-Z sitting. It's it, no one in the world has this painting, by the way. I'm right. waiting for the day that I have the opportunity to have him sign this only painting, only painting in the world. Okay. Right. Wait. It's of him sitting with his feet kicked up in the projects. With a cooler. Oh, I know that picture. Yes. I had it sent to my mom. I had her custom make this painting for me. That's fire. You got the do-rag? Yes, I have it. And my husband to this day says, we got to move that and put a family (laughs) portrait. And I'm like, yeah, it's not going anywhere. He's like, you could put it. You could put it in the ground. It's not going anywhere. That's fire. But it's But you live in L.A. I live in L.A. Hope lives in L.A. Yeah. Look. You might might find them. Anyways, I I promise you, this is a fight that goes on in my house. That's hilarious. All the time. But if you walk in my house, it's an original painting of a rare picture. (laughs) It was Respect Magazine that actually published the picture. Yeah, I remember it. And I knew the publisher and I was like, I need that picture. And then... uh, How how close... Does the painting look like the picture or did the artist take some artistic liberties? Like, it's my mother who did it and brick by brick, bro. Your mother did it? Yes. Your mother's an artist? Yes. Your mother's an artist? Wow. <laughs> so I have the only one. I assure you, That's I have dope. the only one because I know no one in the world has done that. Right. So now that he I... He would love that. Really? He would love it. Well, if you got the plugs, you know, make it happen. I'll try. I, 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 I I'll assure try. you, I have the only one. That's fire. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Yeah. So, with that being said, please tell me you got a good hope story with a good hope. Uh, I, 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 a story. I got a million stories with hope, but like, I don't, nothing, nothing like. That sticks out, like nothing funny. Oh, he's super funny. I feel like, like he's super sarcastic. Super sorry. Like, let me, let me tell you about Hove. I know Hove on a such a personal level. Um, 
Wait, did I, you what, what, rewind on yeah. a personal level? Yeah. Oh, okay, go on, go on. Well, I mean, not okay. yeah, I've never been to his house. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, I worked for him two different times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last time I was on Rock Nation as an artist, so he kind of managed me. But I was like also working there. Mm-hmm. So like I used to so he started a label called Rock La Familia. Mm-hmm. Um when he was president of Def Jam. He started Rock La Familia. And when you hear, you've heard of OG Wan, right? Mm-hmm. OG Wan is the guy, the other guy who owned Rock La Familia with him. So OG Wan is one of my mentors as well. So OG Wan and Jay are the people who own 4040. Mm-hmm. So when I worked for Rock La Familia with Wan, Wan didn't like to be up at Def Jam. He's like, I don't like being around all these music industry people. So he would only go there for meetings. And our office would be just in his office at 4040. Yeah. So every day after work, Jay would usually go to 4040. So we would always be in the club. That's how I know Dez, who's OG Wan's wife, who is now the who lady who runs Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. But like she was like the ma- the not the manager, but one of the owners of 4040. But she also managed it. So like these are my like this is like my family. Mm-hmm. So Jay would come in there, and it was like all walls down, Jay. Right okay. now, Jay's from Brooklyn, and you know you're from Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah. You know how you animals are, like <laughs> you people from Brooklyn. <laughs> you know you got that wall, that wall that comes up. So I would see non-wall hove all the time, and then if me, OG Wan and Jay in a in his office mm-hmm. or OG Wan's office, and we order food, chilling, talking. This is when like. I'll tell you exactly what this was. This is when Jay did the remix to the Kanye song, Diamonds Are Forever. Okay. So he had just done it and he was playing it in the studio, in the office over and over. Okay. And and he just kept playing it, playing it, playing it. And like all he had was his verse. So it goes, I got it from here. Yay, damn. And I wonder why he started it like that. But then when you hear the song, you got Kanye's verse, and then Jay cuts him off. Okay. Right? So he's playing that over and over and over. Then T.I. comes in randomly. Mm-hmm. They all start smoking cigars. And then Puffy comes in, and they all start smoking cigars. And I'm like, I'm around my idols. I'm around rich people. I'm just yeah. ear hustling everything. <laughs> then, like, two more people come in that he didn't really know. They were, like, maybe T.I.'s business associates or somebody. Like they look white or European as suits, and then I see the Jay Z wall go up. <laughs> super friendly, yeah. Super nice and and friendly and um cordial, but all the laughing and joking around we was doing just two minutes ago stopped. And he's and and I was like, oh, he's he don't know them. I didn't know yeah, yeah. who knows who. Yeah. <laughs> I go, oh, he don't know them. Yeah. And he and the wall went up like fast. Wow. And I was like, oh, so he knows how to turn it on and turn it off yeah, whenever. Yeah. But my favorite shit this is my favorite one. We're in Rock Nation. And I was working, I was helping them uh, with title when it first started. And I don't know what, I think they were just giving me a check, to be honest with you. Like, we love Scythe, give him a check. So, <laughs> so I was helping them with title, but nobody was even listening to me. I was just there. So I'm sitting at the, with a, I was on the, one floor, Hove's office was on the, t- the next floor up. Mm-hmm. And there was no stairs. You had to take the elevator. Okay. 
So I'm by the receptionist's desk looking for an envelope to FedEx, something, whatever. He gets off the elevator. He walks into the reception area. I look up. I see him. I give him a head nod. And I look back down, keep doing what I'm doing. He walks past me, walks halfway down the hallway and goes, nah. And I look over. He goes, I'm still Jay-Z. Get excited when you see me. <laughs> and I was like, yo, come on. And he walks back over to me. He's like, yo, what the fuck's wrong with you, bro? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm still Jay-Z. I go, we're at work. <laughs> like, you want me to fan out, rap a fan out when we're at work? <laughs> and he got, he's like, nah, man, nah, nah, nah. I'm saying, walks away. I'm still hove. I'm hove. I'm H to the over. <laughs> I was dying laughing, yo. Because he walked past me like an employee, like, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. And then caught himself like, nah, no, 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 no. That was too little of excitement. Because <laughs> you can't, you, yeah. I don't know what they tell employees at work there, but I'm sure they tell them, don't get crazy when Hove comes around. I've heard stories. I mean, I'm definitely not trying to tame him, but I heard stories of like people like, you know, like they said that like you can't take pictures of them. And I heard like someone had took a picture of them in the yeah. hallway and they got fired. Uh, yeah, I can like, believe that. And then like no phones were allowed or some crazy stuff. I believe it. You got to yeah. earn it. You yeah. got to earn it. Yeah, yeah. I've heard some stories. Because there's some, there's high level people there. Yeah. In yeah. the corporate, in the, in the corporation. But um, there's also like just people who might not even really be into hip hop mm-hmm. that like work there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and the turnover rate was high. You know, a lot of people, they, the company was growing so fast, people were just getting hired. And I'm sure they had to tell them, like, can't yeah. fan out over this guy. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard. He got that aura. Yeah, he does. He got that aura. So, all right. We're well, gonna, I'll take you to my broke days. Yeah, yeah. I'm in London mm-hmm. for Carnival, mm-hmm. which is like the London version of Labor Day Parade in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'm DJing for Little Kim. They're only doing like three songs. And then Jay was there with Dame and they said the DJ Clark Kent got stuck at customs. They wouldn't let him in. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Kim, can we use your DJ? So I DJed for Jay-Z and he went before us because Kim was bigger than him at the time. And all he had, all he wanted to do was Ain't No and Dead Prez. Mm-hmm. And so this, remember, there's a, it's crazy to just imagine that Kim was bigger than Jay at some point. Kim was bigger than it's Jay. It's crazy, but go on. Bigger. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, but sometimes it's, at, it's crazy looking back now. Right. Like, damn, that's crazy. And, that, and then, like, Jay comes in. That's that's Biggie's friend. They're yeah. all, like, super excited to see him, but he wasn't the biggest rapper. He was just yeah. Biggie's friend that was coming up. Yeah. And um, and so there's a West Indian Day uh festival. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of West Indian, a lot of reggae records are on 45. Mm-hmm. So on a turntable... There's 33 and there's 45. So when you play 45 records, you have to click the 45 button. Mm-hmm. That makes the turntable go faster. Mm-hmm. So then I go to DJ for Jay, but it's like, yo, 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 our DJ got stuck. You DJ for us. We're going on right now. So I grab my record. I run up there and they're like, yo, yo, we ready. We ready. Go, 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 go. Play Ain't No First. So I go up there and it's still on 45. So I go, I, I just throw the record on. It's like, doom, 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 doom. And you know, he starts, the verse starts right off the top. So as soon as I'm scratching, he gets ready to do the verse and it's mad fast. And he gives me this look like, 
You just ruined my life. <laughs> you ruined my life. You ruined my career. <laughs> and it was the craziest look ever. And I was like, sorry. And I just ruined it. <laughs> but so to this day, he brings that up. To this day. Wow. He'll bring, yo, remember you, remember you ruined my show in London? I'm like, I didn't ruin it. We just, it was 10 seconds. <laughs> I was like, nah, I just brought it back. Okay, so let's let's bring it to like when you were A and R. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that experience. Which one? Like, uh, well, let's just talk about Drake or like that. Oh, well, I heard, I heard. Did you do? Did you have anything to do with Drake? Well, no, I was supposed to. Tell us about it. I failed miserably. <laughs> tell us about no. it. Tell us about it. I have a um, I have a joke that I do that I I could have signed Drake and I didn't do it, but. That's not, it's, the joke is like, makes me look like a loser, but really it's not. So, so Toronto is like my second home. So I was in Toronto every year for, for Carabana, which is the other West Indian festival. But I used to be in Toronto all the time. Like Cardinal Fish out, like one of my best friends. And um, I got introduced to Drake through, who's the guy that runs um, the OVO thing? Um, what's his name? Oliver? Is that an OVO guy? Is that, I, I, I don't know. He runs like <laughs> he runs like the OVO clothing and all okay, that stuff. Okay. So he, I was up there and they were like, yo, Sife, um, this is when I I was it was 07, so I was I just I think I just left, yeah, I just left Rock La Familia mm -hmm. because I got a job as a VJ on MTV. Mm -hmm. And Hove said to me, yo, you should take that job. You can always be an A&R. You're not always going to be the young, hot DJ that gets on MTV. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, you're right. So I took it. And then, uh, so Drake, uh, people, they they gave me his CD. And if you look it up, it's the CD where he got the peacoat on with the with the leaves, with the fall leaves behind him. You know what I'm talking about, right? If you Google, I forgot what it's called, but he got the peacoat on and the 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 the, the, the autumn leaves in the background. And then I was like, I looked at it, I was like, what the fuck? What the, is this R&B? What is this? And then, um, and then, so he go, he, there's, the story is he met me at this place called Franz Diner. Anyone in Toronto knows Franz Diner. And he was like, yo, I'm trying to get a deal. Da, 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 da. But he was mad young, mm -hmm. like super young. And I just told him, I was like, yo, I'm sorry. I'm not looking for artists right now because... I I just got on MTV like I'm I'm trying to do my thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not trying to sign anyone right now. And he was like, "No, I'm telling you, I'm this, I'm that." And I was like, "I believe you, but I just I'm sorry. I just not I was starting to feel cuz I had gotten this whole Rihanna situation where basically it got taken away from me. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was like, "I'm not I'm going to focus on me." Mm -hmm. Also, I was managing the group Nina Sky. Mm -hmm. And they um they were annoying me because like I was doing more work than them. Like, I'm showing up early. I'm setting up the turn. I was DJing for them. I was managing them. Sometimes they would be late. Sometimes they would complain about the bread. And I'm like, yo, any bread, any bread you get for performing is worth it. Like, we got to get to it. Yeah. And so that I was frustrated. So I was like, I'm not looking for artists right now. I, I want to just focus on me. I wish I could rap. Because if I could rap, I would outwork all of you. Mm -hmm. And that was my concept. I mean, that was my, uh, um, my mind frame. So then, like, a year and a half later, maybe not that long, maybe, like, a year later, like, he starts getting the buzz. Like, all the college girls, like, oh, Drake, Drake, Drake. I was like, 
I know, I know someone named Drake. <laughs> Is that the, that can't be the same kid? And it was the same kid. Damn. And then, but I was still cool with him. I'm still cool with him to this day. My old manager runs OVO. Okay. Mr. Morgan mm-hmm. runs it. Like, mm-hmm. but like, you know, the famous freestyle when he came up to Flex and he had the Blackberry. Um, There's like a YouTube video mm-hmm. where everybody made fun of him because he was reading off the Blackberry. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm the one who brought him there. Oh, wow. I brought him to, like, I was telling Flex, yo, there's this kid. Wow. He's really dope. He's from Toronto. Flex is like, you love Toronto. Everything from Toronto. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm telling you, he's he's buzzing. Like, yeah. you know, we should get him up. But he came up. I didn't sign him. But I could have signed. Like, Rihanna, I was responsible for helping get a deal. So you helped get her a deal? Oh, no, I got her the deal. Oh, wow. I, like, I got her the deal. Okay, okay. That, yeah. Okay. And then... um. And then um, I almost got Damian Marley a deal. Okay. But um, I it was like very close. But then the Marley family was like, because I was trying to sign him to Rock La Familia. Mm-hmm. Rock La Familia was like Jay Z. It was called like a world label. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to do Caribbean. We were trying to do Spanish, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And um, the Marley family was like, <laughs> we don't sign to rappers. <laughs> they, they like they shut us down. <laughs> no, okay, thank you, Mr. Jay Z. But we don't. We're Marley's. Okay. We don't sign to rappers. Wow, man, it was nasty. Eating my bro. AT and T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Eating my bro. So where did comedy come in the mix? Oh, because I didn't sign Drake, so I got fired from hip-hop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, comedy came... Um, my name dropping too much? No, we my love it. Uh, no, 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 we love this it. This guy puts microwave. I can't believe it. <laughs> so, okay. There's a lot of different... So basically, I'm pivoting you a lot. No, no, no. There's a lot of reasons why comedy came into play. First of all, when I got my own show on the radio, my first big show is called Cypher Saturdays. It was a, you know, the difference between a jock and a DJ. Like a DJ mixes records and a jock just talks. Like Angie Martinez is a jock. Mm -hmm. So they gave me the show on Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. They wanted me to be a jock from 9 a.m. to noon and then mix on Saturday at noon. Never been done before. Nobody, you got to remember, everything we hear nowadays is so common. This was the first time ever there was a DJ on the radio at noon on mm -hmm. a Saturday. Okay. Because I was like, yo, let me mix. My boss was like, yo, you could be a jock. I was like, I don't want to be a jock. I just want to be a DJ. She's like, I'll let you DJ, but you got to be a jock. Because she saw something in me that I didn't see at the time, mm -hmm. that I would be a good radio personality. I'm thinking noon on a Saturday, everyone's in their car, washing their car, doing laundry, grocery shopping. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it was like an untapped uh, market as far as like mixing like party vibes. So, so anyway, when I got that show, when I was doing the talking part, I would be doing pranks because nobody's there on Saturday. There's no mm -hmm. bosses in the building. So I was wilding out. Mm -hmm. I was doing, I would call one Chinese restaurant and then put them on conference call with another Chinese restaurant and, oh. and they would start yelling at each other. <laughs> I, would, I would do shit like that all the time. And then, um, <laughs> it's very, yo, listen, if you want to have fun, try that. <laughs> just, and then go, can I place an order? And then that's all you got to say and just let it run. Um, so, I was doing these little pranks and everybody would say to me, you funny, yo, you funny on the radio. Like I'd be DJing at night and girls would come up to me like, yo, yo, you mad funny, you mad funny. So like the hustler brain in me was like, why do you keep saying funny? Like, what is this funny thing? 
the hustler brain. Nowhere in there that I think I was a comedian. I, I was just like, people keep saying I'm funny. How can I make money with funny? Okay. So I started producing a comedy show and had it packed out because I was on the radio. So I could, you know what I mean? The same way I could, had a, a every DJ in the world was doing a nightclub. Not one DJ was doing a comedy show. Okay. So I was like, I wonder if I could get people to come to a comedy show. And then from there, but also before that, I was a DJ on the Chappelle show. So Dave, we used to warm up the crowd before we started taping. And I used to do some DJ. Yo, the Little John skit came from me. You know Little John? Yeah. Uh, um, Dave Chappelle's Little John. He's like, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That came from me. I had a Little John record and we would be fucking with the audience. And, and Dave would say something and I would just scratch in, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. And he was like, yo, 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 why, why, you, why you keep doing it? I'm like, yo, that's the thing people say. When they hear Little John. And then like a couple weeks later, he shot the, the Little John sketch. So anyway, so Dave was like, yo, you funny. You should do stand-up. And I was like, this is 2002, 2003. Okay. Why the fuck would I do stand-up? What are you talking about? Like, you're an idiot. But it's Dave Chappelle. He knew. And then another time I was on, when I was on MTV, both Will Smith and Jamie Foxx said I was funny. You're like, seeing a lot of funny keep popping up. I, I'm just being me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm funny with my friends on a road trip. Yeah, yeah. Well, you sound like you're a lot of fun, to be honest. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. I'm not fun at all. Oh. No, no, no. I'm funny. I am not fun. I am boring. Oh, okay, okay. A hundred percent. So, um... I'm looking at Eagle. Is that true? Yeah. He knows. <laughs> I'm pretty boring. <laughs> I'm out. He was like, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm out. Him, Eagle, Eagle Wit, favorite, very funny comedian. Him and all the other younger comics after the show, they chilling, they talking, they about to go somewhere, drink. That I'm in my car, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching fucking Columbo in my car on the way home. Um, but like Jamie Foxx, mm -hmm. like I'm just being a, a VJ yeah, 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 yeah. on MTV. And they're like, yo, you're funny, bro. Mm -hmm. I was like, really? Why? Why are you saying that? And Will Smith was like, yo, he pulled me, he pulled me aside. He goes, do you do comedy? I go, nah, I'm a DJ. He goes, you should do comedy. Wow. I was like, wow, okay. So then they all was funneling around in my head. And I, and I started doing that show, and then I started taking it seriously. Okay, and then when did you actually step behind the mic and, like, become stand-up? So I, did, I would say I did a year of my shows at this place called Comics. It's not there anymore, 14th and 9th. And it was called the Don't Get Gas Comedy Series. Everybody came to my show. Mm -hmm. All rappers. I mean, Drake was there, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, um, T.I., everybody came to my show. Then Kevin Hart, Mike Epps, Tracy Morgan. Like, wow. my show used to be pop. All, I don't know nothing about sports, but there used to be crazy NBA players and football players in there. Mm -hmm. Like, my, bo my boy used to be like, that's John Starks. Just say something about dunking on Jordan. I was like, okay. I go out and I go, hey, you dunked on Jordan. And the crowd goes crazy. I don't <laughs> even know what the fuck I'm saying. But, um, so yeah, so then that became like this celebrity, but the, the celebrities would all come. And then after a year of that, I was just, I was just going on stage saying hi mm -hmm. and then introducing the comedian. Mm -hmm. And then I tried one little joke here, one oh, little okay, joke okay. there. It started to work. Oh, that's funny. Like da da da. And then like a year of that, uh, some comics stepped to me, uh, talent, Capone. 
uh, Will Silvance, a couple of those guys, Mark Vieira, they cornered me and they go, okay, we need to talk to you. I was like, okay, what the fuck? And they're like, you seem to be really trying to take this shit seriously. Because when radio people do a comedy show, they like kind of steal jokes and try to just run off their radio fame or whatever fame. Like he's like, they were like, you, you seem to really like this. I paid well. It was a Tuesday night packed. Everybody wanted to come to my show. Yeah. And I paid well. I didn't care about making like my would pay a lot. And they were like, if you want to take this seriously, you need to know this doesn't count. I was like, why? They're like, this is your fans. These are your audience. They know you already. You got to go where no one knows you. Because oh, you're... Shit. So they're like, come to the, like this little hole in the wall or this little bar in Queens or whatever. And I, the next year was just bombing. Just horrifically bombing. Okay. Just disgusting. But I kept going back. So they were like, you, you want to be a comedian. So you got to like now really... Wow, try commit and and, yeah. and and face face the music. Yeah, wow. And then so then, then like, then I was on the morning show on Hot ninety seven, and like a comic, like somebody, like let's say Kevin Hart, like this is before he was big, but he was like, "Yo, you want to come to Albany with us mm-hmm. this weekend?" But like, we leaving on Thursday. We got a show Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I'm like, "I can't. I'm on the radio," and. This is where, when I had the chance to go be Rihanna's DJ, I said no because I was on the radio and I re- always regretted it. So then, I, so then I started regretting when comics would ask me to go open for them and I couldn't go. Oh, okay. So that's when I started saying, oh, I need to make a choice. And you made the choice. I made the choice, yeah. Comedy. But also, the last two years of Hot Night 7 were horrible for me. Horrible. So where can your... Fans or people that are interested in seeing your stand up or find you get tickets to your show, like where can they all catch you at? Um, well, if I'm in New York, I'm at mostly at the Comedy Cellar. Okay. But do you do Instagram and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What's you, your, what's follow, your it's just my name at Cypher Sounds. Okay. C I P H A Sounds. Um I, like I always say the comedy seller, but then also the comedy seller sells out every show. Mm-hmm. So I don't even invite people there because we can't get them in. Yeah, but you know, people, you know, people, people are going to want to do stand So there. I started posting clips on my Instagram about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I do it is because my, my hip hop fans did not necessarily follow me to comedy, which mm-hmm. pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And I had a long talk with a friend of mine. He was like, no, it's not that they didn't follow you. You didn't tell them to follow you. Like, they're supposed to just do it. You know, like, you got to tell them. Yeah. So I started posting clips. And my only reason I post clips is for all my old fans to see I do this now. Yeah, yeah. That's my goal. And it's working. It is. You know, I'm not trying to blow up off TikTok and Instagram yet. Yeah. Right now, I just want... I already have a fan base. Right now, you're just like trying to make the official announcement. Right. That there's, a, tra- right. there's a transition in happening, guys. You want to keep it with Cypher Sounds and everything he's doing comedy-wise. Yeah. Because he's officially in the comedy circuit. And I'm seven years late in announcing this, so thank you. So <laughs> so it's, it's officially been announced that Cypher Sounds yeah. has exited. But also, like I said before, I don't care. I'm enjoying the journey. Yeah. Come, don't come, whatever. 
come check them out because I know I will be. Um, thank you so much. You're wrapping up. We I didn't even get to any stories yet. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. You guys got a microwave for these French fries? You. Yeah, <laughs> like for the French fries. Thank you so much for coming all Thank the way you. down to Brooklyn because I know oh, you worst. absolutely look at you hating on Brooklyn. It's the worst. Make sure you keep the energy for Jay. Listen, last thing, I gotta go. I know you gotta go. I, we gotta leave. Thank you, Charlemagne. <laughs> Two things. One, BK <laughs> is the stupidest thing in the world because it's two syllables. Brook, Lynn. So it should be B-L. I don't know how it became BK. It's, so the so the name of where you live is... <laughs> I'm sorry, but look at Eagle's face no, when you say that. His, his wheels are turning like... Uh-huh. I Listen, I don't know why you Brooklyn people... You, where do you live in? Brooklyn? That makes no sense. Okay. It's Brooklyn. Also, you Brooklyn people live <laughs> on Long Island. I know you hate to admit it. I know you don't want to admit it. You don't want to... Un- look at you. You're hurt right now. You're upset. Look at a map. There's a place called Manhattan, and to the right of that on a map, there's a place called Long Island. The first place you see on that island is Brooklyn, but you live on Long Island. I'm sorry, but Have you... a nice day. <laughs> I know you guys, you guys are listening to the show, but we, we, have a, we have a small audience here, and if you see Eagle, Eagle Wits in the house, if you see his face, his jaw is like half open. In here. <laughs> like, what? I might not make... Listen... If I if you never hear from me again, I was murdered somewhere in Brooklyn <laughs> by these <laughs> microwave French fry dudes. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I just want to say it's a pleasure having you. We may Thank have you. to do if I come back to New York. We may just have to do another another run of this because I I feel like you have a, a a body of art of stories. Can we do it in Manhattan? We could we could we could make an exception to do it in Manhattan. Hopefully, my budget will be bigger. <laughs> if you do it in Manhattan, I'll do it. Deal. Deal. All now, right. now, what do we got to do to get this Jay Z painting signed? <laughs> Make it happen, Sife. Yo, BL. Yo, all thanks day. for visiting Long Island and, and coming to BL. <laughs> we really appreciate eating these wings. Yo, BL all day, son. Everybody, you can catch Cypher Sounds. Follow him on Instagram. I'll be checking him out before I leave town. Thank I'm, I'm going to try and figure out where you're at. I'll, Every night, I'll, Comedy I'll Cellar. I'll go to Comedy Cellar tonight. Comedy Cellar. All right. Was that good? Was that good? It's <laughs> good. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home financing provided by victory mortgage llc nmls 461249 equal housing lender we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or b-cell all the saint jude team came up to get cj via ambulance shortly after that i noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope we were driving into hope To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.